0: Hello, and welcome to Using Videos in the Classroom podcast episode. We are Group X, and we will be discussing some topics regarding the effective use of videos in the classroom. My name is Mushtaq Abrahams, and I am speaking to you from the city of Suzhou in the People's Republic of China on Friday, the 26th of February, 2021. I will be speaking about the importance of lighting in the venue when using videos. The use of videos are great tools to use in the classroom when used correctly. The teacher would make use of either a TV screen or a projector. Lighting of the venue is important because this will influence whether the students are able to actually see the screen and the content on the screen. If there is too much light in the classroom, then the students will not be able to see the screen clearly. In order to better see the screen, it is important to turn off the lights in the classroom. If the light settings have a dim switch, this would be more appropriate as the light can then be set to the perfect setting. Another important factor is the blocking out of the windows. If the classroom has curtains or blinds, it is important to close them in order to avoid glare on the screen from the sun. If the students are required to write or make notes while watching the video, then you could turn on a light at the back of the classroom. This will enable the students to see what they are writing without actually the lighting on the screen being affected too much. All these light setting tips are paramount in creating an effective learning environment in the classroom when using videos. Next, Zahira will speak to us about the details of space and screen size in relation to the area.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode titled Using Videos. With us, Group X. My name is Zahira Bika Hussein, speaking to you from Centurion, South Africa, on this wonderful Friday, the 26th of February 2021. Thank you Mushtaq for highlighting the importance of lighting when it comes to displaying a video in your classroom. Going hand in hand with lighting is the use of space and the size of the screen within the space or area. We have come up with a 3P protocol to ensure that the use of space enhances the effectiveness of your video. The first P stands for planning and a part of planning is that, you know, in advance all relevant dimensions and spatial details of the area your video will be displayed in ensure that each person will be able to see the entire screen and still have adequate space to feel comfortable and enjoy your video. Plan the layout of the classroom and then choose a screen size carefully so that your screen can be accessed by all. Your screen should not be too large and cumbersome, neither too small that it causes any student to strain their eyes. Planning your space and screen size will ensure that when your video is displayed, it is effective. The second P stands for positioning. Where you position the screen and the students in your classroom in relation to yourself is crucial to the spatial area of your video. If you are present in the classroom while using the video, then ensure you position yourself close to the screen, but not obstructing it. Be present at all times so that you are able to start, stop and interact with the video and with the classroom when necessary. If you are streaming or teaching online, then how you position yourself as part of the video is again critical. Ensure that your camera is positioned to face directly at your face. The audience must be able to see you and even some of the space behind you. The space behind you must be neat and interesting as it can add to your video. Position yourself in a way that enhances your interaction and use the area behind you to add to your presentation. You can even try to use a preloaded background as the area behind you and make it relevant to your topic. This way your video looks professional and interactive. The last P stands for practice. In 2020, using videos suddenly became a necessity in many spheres of which teaching was one of them. Sadly, this caused much stress. However, if you plan position and then practice, 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 you are sure to succeed. Practice in the space or area at least one or two times before your presentation takes place. You can then adjust and correct anything about the space that may not work. This will ensure more perfection for your video's performance. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Mishtak and Zahira. Mishtaq pointed out the importance of adequate lighting in the classroom, and Zahira emphasized how the three Ps planning, positioning, and practice can be applied to presentation. In this segment, we will be exploring the actual content of classroom videos and how it's presented on screen. My name is Bernadette Delaguerre and I am coming to you from Seoul, South Korea, on this Friday evening of February 26. In the same way that Zahira's 3P protocol is used in the exterior aspects for classroom videos, they can also be applied to content. Using video content with planning, positioning, and practice works as follows. Step one, planning. When creating a video or presenting existing content from other educators, it is important to consider the contents in terms of where in the lesson and curriculum it will be placed. Always be mindful of what learners have acquired up until the point of presenting the video and what tasks will follow after its presentation. Step 2. In terms of positioning content, remember the golden rule don't distract complement what this means is that any and all contents of a video are meant to complement the lesson outcomes and not distract learners from the current lesson's message videos are greatly beneficial but only if they are truly relevant in the same way that zahira points out that What can be seen on the screen should complement a learning atmosphere, such as the use of plants or a calm background. The contents, words and images in a video presentation should aim to enhance the same outcomes. When creating or presenting a video in a classroom, be sure that the volume is adequate, but neither too soft or too loud. Uh, Zahira talked about being present during the screening. Here you can gauge the volume level and students experience and adjust it accordingly. Same goes for the lighting that Mushtaq referred to, such as dimming the lights when students still need to be able to see their own notes. Always make sure that there is no background noise interference and to record at an adequate volume level. As a side note, remember that students, often younger than yourself, do not always need the same volume levels as you would. For me personally, because I have autosclerosis, I tend to have volume in the videos too loud, but I aim to create a soothing classroom environment where students feel comfortable to let me know when the volume is too loud. The final step, practice makes perfect. All of the tips you hear today will only be cemented through repetition and your own experience. There's a delicate balance between general guidelines and customized adjustments for your particular class. For example, in an ESL or EFL context, one might want to slow down the speed of the video um youtube and several other platforms offer the ability to play videos at 1.5 twice or even slower than the regular speed let's now go to gerald for more practical applications
3: thank you bernadette hello everyone i'm gerald kempfer speaking to you from Sun, south korea on this lovely Friday, 26th February, 2021. I will be talking about using videos in the classroom and Gagne's nine events of instruction. Gagne's nine events of instruction are a guideline that can be used to assist teachers in creating efficient and effective learning experiences. They are as follows. One, gain learners' attention. Two, inform learners of the objectives. 3 stimulate recall of prior learning 4 present learning content 5 provide guidance for learning 6 elicit performance 7 provide timely feedback 8 assess performance and 9 enhance retention and transfer now videos are interesting informative can be fun and can be a break from lecturing for students. Following Gagne's nine events of instruction in my classroom, I would make use of videos at step one. Videos are a powerful tool to gain learners attention. They can be humorous and fun and can help sustain motivation and engagement. Step two, an interesting and attractive video can be used to inform students of the objectives. For example, a teacher can create a fun animated video using an app such as Portune to explain the learning objectives. Doing so, a teacher needs to make sure that the information is presented in a clear way and that the video plays at a speed that is manageable for everyone. Step 4 Presenting learning content using videos is incredible. There are some amazing sources of video information available to educators. Using relevant, engaging and interesting videos will stimulate students and maintain the motivation needed to have an effective learning experience. Lastly, I would make use of videos in Step 9. Enhancing Retention and Transfer is a difficult step as students need to take learned knowledge and apply it videos can be a useful tool to show students examples of real world situations this should assist them in applying the knowledge themselves videos are an incredible tool that 21st century teachers have access to the opportunities to use videos in the classroom are endless teachers can introduce outside speakers real-world scenarios, generate class discussions around topics, and present information in a new and exciting way. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it.